What's going on, everybody? I'm your host this week for the Marvel League Podcast, episode 143. My name is Will, and with me I have many of the usual suspects, including Nick. Yes, hello. From the distance, we have Luke. I can't believe you actually got the uh, podcast episode number correct on the first try. Because I looked it up, and we also have Aaron. hey And uh, sadly, this week we're missing our boy, Mikey, but we do have a special guest over from the YouTube channel, Pretty Brown and Nerdy. We have Jazz. Hello, everybody. Jazz, how are you doing today? You want to you wanna tell our lovely listeners, uh, I guess, a little bit about your channel with this crossover oh. that everybody's waiting for? Of course. So my name is Jasmine. I am one third of the channel Pretty Brown and Nerdy. We are basically creating an all-inclusive space for fans of nerd culture and pop culture alike. So we cover everything from movies, comics, cartoons, anime, games, you name it. And we also have our own podcast as well, Black by Popular Demand, available on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and Google Play. So that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Yeah, they're they're like hybrid, but... They're all black girls instead of, like, mostly black guys. Black girl magic, yeah. <laughs> I'm with the shits. Happy <laughs> Juneteenth, everybody. <laughs> hey. <laughs> all right. So how's uh, how are we doing today? Luke, how are you doing, man? Or is he gone? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm right here. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get that stressed. plane ticket, bro. <laughs> no, I, I, I got it. It's purchased. I yes. was just checking the itinerary and confirming the email so okay you you all right man you do uh, yeah man uh, just my bank account's not very happy right at the moment but oh neither is mine especially with all this cosplay bullshit i started buying um, oh nick, dude, i i did an estimate on oh no go ahead sorry uh, I, was, I was just asking nick how he was doing we'll get back to you in a second buddy i can feel the stress in your voice <laughs> nick how are you doing man uh doing pretty well just uh ready to talk about all these Great Marvel topics today. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. <Good>. <laughs> so excited. Glad to be back on the big shoe, yeah. Back on the big shoe. Aaron, how are you doing? Oh, my dude, I'm doing fantastic. I'm a first day off in like two weeks, ready to talk about some Marvel. I'm just all jazzed up. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Jazz, how are you doing today? I am great. You know, it's it's a great day here. You know, Texas has bipolar weather. It was Ooh, sunny. Yep, it was sunny one moment. Now it's about to storm, and maybe I'll hear a tornado siren. Who knows? I love it when that happens, because that happened two days ago. I, I just love the southern weather. weather. It's so freaking schizophrenic. Uh, it is, definitely. And we might get hail, you know? You never know. It's always a surprise. <laughs> but uh, speaking of surprises, we got some news from Kevin Feige that Endgame is getting re-released with some bonus footage. You see how I slid that in there? Yeah. You know, That's so a nice sp- segue. Yeah. <laughs> I have a reputation for nasty segues. But yeah, so apparently Kevin Feige confirmed that Endgame will be released. I guess he's really trying to take down Avatar um, with a little with a little bit of bonus footage. So um, what do we think about that? Because I, for one, am mad now because I've already seen the movie twice. And now I'm going to have to see it two more times so that I can catch whatever, like, ten minutes of extra footage they're putting in. But uh, I don't know. Nick, what do you think, man? Um, I, I don't know if, like, I, I don't know what the goal of this... This isn't... In my opinion, it's not even really a re-release because the movie's still in theaters, so 
It's more like they're adding on this little sort of after credits preview type thing. Um, but it's interesting. I mean, if it's playing in IMAX again, I'll probably see it because I didn't actually get to see it in IMAX when it was still at like the height of its run. But beyond oh, that, was... I'll probably just wait till it's on Blu-ray or something because I'm sure all of this will be on the Blu-ray anyway. So That'd be such a move if they like cut it. It's like, oh no, only for the theatrical cut. Yeah. So my thing is, uh, when it comes to that, is um, the Russos kind of, like, didn't they confirm in an interview that they only filmed, like, six minutes of additional footage or, or something like that? Like, somebody was saying, like, oh, you know, there's, like, a there's like a six-hour cut of the movie, but the Russos were like, uh, no, we only filmed, like, six extra minutes that got cut from the film. I know there's a couple alternate scenes, like, there's one where Captain Marvel was the one on Voromir, right? No, I think that was just a costume test thing, actually. Oh, okay. There, well, see, there were the, uh, there was supposed to be that whole sub arc uh, going on with Doctor Strange, but I don't. Oh think yeah. It, uh, you know, like I, it, it's heavily rumored that he was supposed to be uh, convening with the Living Tribunal, but I mean, you know, that's unconfirmed. We do know that he did have a big scene with some big CGI character that wasn't Thanos. Um, and, and it seemed to apparently like the, the description gave like some kind of cosmic background. So we're just kind of left to assume that, okay, it was some cosmic entity. I mean, it, I mean, for all we know, it could have been like eternity oblivion, you know, just one of the, you know, 10 billion cosmic entities that exist. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what they're going to put in it. Um, it's going to be interesting though. I, I have an inkling that it will be small. I don't think that it's going to be anything like game changing. They're going to add. Yeah, and I think it's supposed to come out what next week or so. Like, which uh, I'm doesn't seem too hard. I don't know. Maybe it's a tie into Far From Home. Aaron, what do you think? Or are you gone? <laughs> At least the Russo cut, man. The Russo cut. Release the Russo cut. Re-release the Russo cut. Yes. No, I think that uh, it's it's a ploy to pass Avatar. I think that's what it's about. To get people excited about it. The only thing is, how are you gonna, how are they gonna re-advertise the movie to like end extra goodies? I know you paid all this money, but here's some extra goodies at the oh, end no. of this three-hour like movie. It's like some DLC type stuff. It's like, yeah, it'll it'll be exactly <laughs> what we said. It'll be like Avengers Endgame, the Russo cut. I'm like, really, bitch? You like know, the Rogue cut from Days of Future Past. I don't even think they really need to advertise it because Marvel fans are just that crazy. If you say additional 10 minutes, they're going to go watch it again. Like, I am. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to go see it again, probably. And at the end, you know, overall, really what it is is exactly what Aaron said. You know, they're just really gunning for that avatar. They want to start they want to surpass the record. Like, that's that's the whole point. Here's the thing, though. It wouldn't have been done naturally. People are going to criticize that and say oh you know like avatar just had like one release and it was the top dog for so many years marvel had to re-release the same film in order to like surpass them so i already know that like a lot of people on the internet are going to criticize that move but uh i think it actually Mm -hmm. i think it actually has two purposes i think it's one to so they can pass avatar which i don't know how successful it's going to be because they still have like 40 million to, to go and the box office has significantly slowed down yeah. in the coming weeks but I think it's also to give Spider-Man an extra push 
because it's the mm. because Spider Man comes out in like what two weeks and this comes out like the week yeah, before Spider Man bumped up too by a couple days. Yeah, it did. Yeah, they want to hit the July Fourth uh, of July sales. They do. It's going to be a holiday, so oh, it's going to be big. Yeah, mm-hmm. some things big happened opener. since like what thousand one? Didn't thousand one come out on <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think one came most out of the Spider Man releases have been July. So if you look at the history, if you look at the history of like uh, Marvel releases, typically the first film uh, to release after an Avengers film does exceptionally well, no matter what well, it is. Except Ant Man. Well, I was gonna Wars. say I'm like, uh, well, no, well, Ant Man, Ant Man still did better than what the original projections mm-hmm. showed. Um, sure. Now it wasn't, you know, anything game changing in Hollywood. I mean, it was, you know, the sales were pretty mediocre for a Marvel film, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, it did, yeah. it did do better than expected. So I will give it that. Did Doctor Strange do better than expected? Because that came out after what uh, Civil War? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Civil yeah, War. It did, it, yeah, it did. I think it did modestly. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, Disney owns both. So yeah, <laughs> it's either they get money. Or they still own the number one <laughs> highest grossing film of all time. And you know, and I think Spider Man is, you know, it's it's going to do well. I think a lot better than some of the previous films that I've released after major films like this um, have done because of the fact that a lot of people want to see the aftermath of Endgame and what the world is like after that. There's, I think a lot of people left Endgame having a lot of questions about the future and what to expect in the next phase of Marvel films. And because this one is, is essentially a conclusion of that, you know, they're going to want to see what's in store and what Marvel might be teasing. So I think I think it'll be an interesting film. Yeah, I'm I mean I'm I'm excited for um Far From Home for my mom keeps seeing the trailers and she's yelling at the TV. She's like, They better not make them the new Iron Man. I'm like, I hope they're not that <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't think they're they're that crazy to be like, Oh yeah, we'll replace Robert Downey Jr. with uh Spider Punk. But yeah. moving over from um, I feel like that's I, we've exhausted that topic. Let's move on to the next one. So, happy news! All of us in this podcast are going to San Diego, and Marvel Ooh. will also be attending San Diego. So, hey. I figured we could take a brief second and talk about what are we potentially predicting that they're going to showcase at that panel <laughs> because it certainly won't be Jessica Jones season four. So, <laughs> oh, oh, laugh, too soon. Cry. Too soon. Too soon for a show that got canceled a year ago. Oh. Forever I was, I was gonna say all of our hopes and dreams, and I'll say most of our hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm predicting? Of course, they're probably gonna show some teases for the next phase. We have the Eternals. We have you know some movies that have already been confirmed coming up. Black Panther two. Even though I don't think we'll see anything, it would be it nice to get like a tease of it. You know. Um, but and of course the Disney Plus shows hands down they're probably going to show something about the Disney Plus shows because they were gunning for a lot of that in Endgame they set up a lot of the Disney Plus shows in Endgame so we're we have to see a trailer a tease or something related to that. But have they started filming anything for that though? Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah, they have. Bucky, what, yeah, are they, what are they filming? Production, they production, yeah, production did start on Loki, so we oh, might be getting a tease oh. of that. Okay. Or I'm Loki himself that. pops up again, like in uh, 2012. <laughs> yeah. No, but, yeah, I was saying that 
to these guys in the chat that we have. I think this could be the biggest Marvel Comic Con since like the first uh, the f- when they the first Avengers? announced the Avengers back in like 2011. Yeah, because it's the first time we know nothing. Uh, yeah, it Widow. might because it's so mysterious. Because after you know um, the Infinity Saga and everything, this is the first time in seven years we're like. Well, we know what's coming in a way, but we don't fully know. Like, we know we're getting Eternals and Black Widow and Shang-Chi, but we don't know, like, anything about Doctor Strange 2, Mm-mm. Black Panther 2. Uh, we don't know too much about, like, the new shows. I really just want to see. I, I honestly think, because we were there last year, so we saw the uh, Wonder Woman B-roll for that movie that got pushed. I think they're going to do a similar thing. We might see a little bit of Black Widow, um, and they're just going to really polish, like, two minutes then we're going to see her run on invisible air. <laughs> oh, dude. So, like, Nick and I were actually at the last MCU Hall H panel. Um, and, like, I'm mad at dude, that, I'm that, mad that was that one day. of the sickest panels God. I have ever been to. My God. Uh, I, I don't know if you were there, Jazz, but, like, it was it was awesome. Oh, yeah. I've heard and a lot and seen some snippets from it but i was not there <laughs> so it but was, well, i understand i'm pretty sure it was a lot crazier than it was on cameras <laughs> oh oh for sure like uh um what was it joe russo walked out on stage like as like the main cast of uh i think it was thor ragnarok were leaving and like everyone thought it was over and then like joe russo walks out on stage and he's like oh we got one more thing and like it was the it was like the special Comic-Con teaser trailer for Infinity War, which yeah. to me personally, I still think that that is the best trailer for that film. Um, that moon scene, son. Oh, dude, that moon <laughs> scene, dude. Like the entire room just exploded, man. That was <laughs> that was a lot of energy. And like, I, I hope that like they bring back that same energy this year. Yeah. I, I remember Definitely. watching that leak on uh, on 4chan, and when they showed the one for Thor, I'm like, yo, everybody shut up. I'm trying to hear what's going on. <laughs> but, um, that, okay, that okay. Black Over Panther 50%. trailer never dropped, though, remember? I'm, oh, God, I'm Wait, so yeah, mad. Yeah. I'm so mad. That. It, it it never leaked either. That's the crazy thing. The, the Thor that's Ragnarok the only trailer one that didn't leak. The Infinity War one leaked, but the Black Panther one didn't. <laughs> so, nope. so there, I, the, the one thing I will say is that the there was. <laughs> there was a notable there was a notable difference in that trailer. Killmonger had a white and gold suit on instead of a black Ooh. and gold suit. Ooh. It was sick, dude. It was exactly. so sick. And I'm I'm so mad that they changed the color scheme. It was it, CG. Which is weird because they had a pract- a beautiful practical suit that was black and gold. And yeah. no, it was a CG over Michael B. Jordan's hot body. It's like wow. Yeah, well, I can't imagine what it was like seeing it in in person, especially since the cast was seeing that for the first time as well so it just seemed like it was a lot more hype and like when we saw the footage you know of course like months and months later after that i finally could understand the hype of the cast but i wish i would have had that experience with them in hall h when it happened so so for for that trailer they played uh kendrick lamar's dna oh my god dude yeah, that was which nuts. they should have done in the movie. But this, but this year, it, though, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to <laughs> bringing it back to 2019. <laughs> to the back to the present. Yeah. Like, what are you, what are your thoughts about uh, SDCC with Marvel and everything? Uh, I think the most I'm looking forward to is the Eternals and Shang Chi because those are like two unknown nice. properties, and uh, mm. they're going to be getting along soon. The Eternals and they both start filming this fall, so 
We should at least get concept mm, art fish. and cast and stuff. So. They Haven't they already announced some yet. of the cast? Like, isn't uh? That's gosh, one of, of our topics. Let's, let's go right into it. Um, mm-hmm. You wanna you wanna go into it? I'm talking about Donnie Yen and Ludi Lin. Uh yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wrap well, up that's the what the news is. <laughs> I mean, what? Did anyone else have any extra thoughts about Comic Con? Cause I didn't. Yeah, I think that. Your piece, brother. Okay, over over fifty percent or under fifty percent, we're gonna see Loki. Right, we're gonna see Tom Hiddleston come as Loki again. I say to, to all age. Over? You think so? I'd say over. Because people okay. love people love Tom. I don't like Loki because of his fans, but he's not a bad character. So you know. I don't okay. think he's. I don't think he's a terrible character either. Um, but he's never been like my all time one of my all time favorites. But for some reason, the Marvel fandom loves him. Um, and I like Loki, honestly. Yeah, and I'm not really sure what to expect from this. I, I know they're, what is it, they're going off of like an alternate universe where he has the Tesseract and he's going on a bunch of like adventures and shenanigans, but I don't know if like I'm super hyped for, for that show. Maybe they'll show some things that'll prove me wrong and actually get me hyped for it. Um, same with, uh, was it? Falcon and Bucky having a spinoff show. Um, I'm not too sure what we can expect from that either, but they're two very awesome characters, and I like Bucky. So, I mean, I just don't really know what to expect, and I don't think anybody really knows to what to expect for these Disney Plus shows um, as far as, like, the whole Marvelverse goes. So, I no, mean... I, no, yeah, I think that the Loki show is interesting like what, what would that be would it be episodic or would it be mm-hmm. like i feel like it'd work better well granted i haven't seen it but i feel like that's something that would be like a marvel one-off that's a procedural yeah. its own series i feel like it's but, gonna be like doctor who but with loki yeah okay. well even scarlet witch is even getting a show too so maybe we'll see something regarding that um that, I'm, in, I'm most interested in what if honestly <laughs> out of everything but second to that is probably was it WandaVision? Yeah. That weird-ass name. (laughs) Yeah, I just... I'm very curious about their choice of spinoff shows and what they plan to do with it. So hopefully we see a bit more regarding that. um, Because I just... I, myself, I don't really understand how they're going to (laughs) work. So... I I think... uh... One of the shows you had mentioned was, was Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that's my most anticipated one. Because yeah. I feel like those two characters have gotten the shortest end of the stick in the MCU. Especially Bucky. He hasn't really been much of a character since... Agreed. Since shit. <laughs> since the, the first Winter Captain Soldier. America movie. And you know, I no, was irritated. And I was irritated what they did with him <laughs> yeah, in Endgame. Okay. Because they just made him just essentially like a useless character in Endgame and it's hey, like he was shooting aliens well you know but they and they also just completely neglected his story with Cap like I mean we gotta remember these two were like close friends like brothers you know like they had a very incredible bond with one another and I felt that wasn't really represented in the farewell very well. <laughs> you know, I hate to use like two words in different contexts, but like I, I just don't think they had shown what I, I was disappointed in how they showed their farewell with one another. Because 
Maybe we'll get that. They, I liked they, they just kind of like the they just kind of like bro shoulder like shoulder tapped each other and was like, "Hey, dude, <laughs> you know." Well, and it's just like, see you in seventy years. Yeah, it's like that's it. <laughs> like that's all they gonna it's say to each other. Like essentially, like he he got dusted. Like he was gone. Like Cap was shook. And then like you see that he's back, and all you do is like a shoulder tap and be like. Hey, like it it should have been a a, a much more emotional moment it should have been the emotional moment should have been like to the same level of uh, of what like uh, when Peter and Tony reconnect or like even more so you know and I feel like though I did like the reference of them calling back to the first Captain America movie with I'm leaving the stupid with you it totally should have been a more emotional moment exactly they could have held on that more that's a fair point um, yeah. Maybe get more in the Russo cut of like them actually having that conversation that the mm-hmm. Russo said they had off screen, which is why Bucky knew. Yeah. Hey, hey, they had they had the conversation the night before. They had beers and tears and talking <laughs> <it> about. <laughs> They're grieving yeah, over Tony's like, oh, I just feel like that's another thing with the extended cut. You know, maybe it's gonna show some scenes that we didn't get to see that pay off a lot of those scenes in the original where we felt you know, they were lacking in, you know, emotion and we didn't have any sort of context. So maybe we'll see that in the extended version. Give us the four hour end game. Uh, (laughs) I'd I'd sit for a four hour end game. Go back to the Alamo. Be like, you know why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they got food and drinks. So you good. Like, (laughs) oh, yeah, I know you know about Alamo. (laughs) Well, they have one in L.A. Well, they're about to have a one in LA. Yeah. Y'all better get excited. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So moving on to huh? Oh no, I was saying that place is amazing. So oh, yeah. <laughs> but off topic, go ahead. <laughs> amazing amazing alcoholic milkshakes. But um oh. so we we're talking we we're dancing around uh, future topics related to what's coming down the pipeline for the MCU, including Shang Chi, and then I'll go back to our other topic. Um but there are rumors floating around for casting choices and it's rumored that Donnie Yen I believe is getting eyeballed for Shang-Chi and Ludi Lin is for someone else whose name I'm not remembering but I don't know um, no, I mean Nick it. Donnie Yen is getting reverse. eyed for the villain and then Ludi is getting oh. eyed for Shang-Chi Thank yeah. you for that that makes way more sense. So Donnie's like way too old to be young. That's yeah. what I was about to say. I was like, no, like, like that would not work. Season Shang Chi. So basically, <laughs> Shang Chi is gonna be what Iron Fist should have been. Whoops. <laughs> hey, I mean, kind of. <laughs> oh, you mean so like, good? The guy who, who who's rumored to play Shang Chi—that's the guy who was Lance in the new Black Mirror. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. the Black Power Ranger from the okay. movie. I'm down for that. He's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he's yeah. solid. I, I think like he's going to do good. And Donnie Yen is solid, so I'm not really like, you cast him in anything. I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> he's the only character I really cared for in Rogue One, so I'm all I'm all on board. Exactly. And I think even like some people are saying like they've even tapped into Steve Yeun and John Cho, apparently. Like John Cho has Cowboy Bebop. Let him. Yeah, let him that's happen. what I'm just like. He's already Whoa. got the big thing going on right now. I don't know what. What does the rest of the panel think about uh, these potential casting choices? I'm personally I'm... down. Ludi Lin Shang Chi. Uh, Nick, I mean you've you've spoken with him. Yeah, that's my <laughs> boy, Ludi. Man, I, I know that guy. So I mean, he's really cool. Of just interviewed him actually about a week and a half ago for the black mirror and um 
I did bring up Shang-Chi again. Uh, we talked about it back in December before Aquaman came out, but I, I brought it up again. And, I mean, he's really interested in it. He obviously would jump at the opportunity, but it's just a matter of like if it happens or not. But I think it would be great, personally. And I think these actors have potential not only because like they seem suited for the roles and for you know the material, but also they have like training in martial mm-hmm. arts and stunt work and stuff. So I think that you know they'll be not only capable acting wise, but physically as well. Um, you know, Donnie Yen, of course, you know is well trained in stunts and martial arts. So I think they picked the perfect people that have the abilities. Um, to really do this well. Luke, uh, what do you think about potentially Ludi Lin taking up the mantle of the Master of Martial Arts? Oh, I, I, I think it's actually a really good pick. I'm actually more curious to see um, who's going to be the villain, and I really do hope that it's the Mandarin. The real Mandarin. Having Donnie mm-hmm. Yen as the uh, actual <clears throat> canon Mandarin? Canon Mandarin? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, just kind of reflecting back to that 2013 uh, one-shot, All Hail the King, mm-hmm. um, everybody thought for years that it was just a giant troll from Marvel. Um, but, like, I kind of always had a feeling that it wasn't just a troll, but more of like, hey, let's let's play around with the idea, have some fun with it, obviously, um, and see where this goes down the road. And, you know, it's, it's like, what, it's just Kevin Feige's thing, man. That's what he likes to do, just plant seeds. And um, I think that, you know, it's it's going to pay off definitely so i mean like i'm i'm super stoked um there's some other there's some other like characters too i'm kind of looking forward to and hoping that they introduce like who um so like for example there's this really obscure character um in the comics oh man you're gonna make me google because i was actually thinking about (laughs) i was thinking about this earlier today dude i literally was go ahead pick it up and we'll we'll go to uh We'll go to Aaron and get his thoughts. Honestly, I think it would have been dope though if they had a, if they hadn't used him in Endgame, having Hiroyuki Sanada maybe play the villain, just because he's a badass, and he played Jackie Chan's brother in Rush Hour Three, and you, you can't top that. <laughs> I mean, yo. Aaron, what do you what do you think about um this rumor? I, I say yo, fuck having him fight somebody. Fing Fang Foom, have him fight a fucking dragon. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait. Well. I'm on board. Yeah, Donnie Yen voices Fin Fang Foom confirmed. <laughs> and does the well, okay. Another question I have too: Are they going to do like? Um, I wonder how like original they're going to go with his origin. I mean, are they going to do like you know his his father was like a weird sorcerer guy? Like, here's my thing, man. Are they going to mix like some magic in with the martial arts? I guess like that's a big question because he he oftentimes, you know, he he kind of does have like a one foot in the door in terms of like Marvel mystic, right? He's like Iron uh, Fist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> y- you know, like him and him and Iron Fist do like they, they've had team ups before. They've both been Avengers at yeah. one point or another. Um, and you know, like Shang-Chi isn't necessarily proficient in magic in the Marvel universe, but I mean, he's dealt with it enough. Um, you've seen him even use like very light, weak spells before. Um, and you know, like in his fighting style. So like, I'm just, I don't know, man, I'm so curious because like, here's the thing they, I felt like they wanted, um, they, they really wanted iron fist to be Shang-Chi. No, no, seriously. No, 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 I know, I believe you. because aside from the glowing fists, aside from the glowing fists, like it felt like a white version of Shang-Chi. 
And, like, okay, like, we get it. Like, they're both, like, masters of kung fu. Ooh, but, um... What? Iron Fist <clears throat> leans heavily more into the magic side. Um, as where Shang-Chi is, is more is more the physical brawler. And that's really all we got to see from Iron Fist. So, like, I'm just curious to know, like, really what they're going to do. Um... Man, okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look for that one villain that I was thinking of. I just I Wait, forget his white, name, dude. A white Shang Chi. What? That doesn't make any sense. White. No, the, no, no, that's Iron what I'm Fist saying. This is no, white though. No, I know that. I know. <laughs> no, I'm 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 saying that like, that's what it felt like. I just felt like, oh, this is just like a a bland white version of Shang Chi. Um. Oh, instead of making him like Danny Rand. Exactly. Instead of making okay. him Danny Rand, because outside of the actor, he didn't really feel or act like Danny Rand. Nope. Okay. You didn't like he that. He felt more like fighting? a Shang Chi style character, is what I'm trying to you get. Didn't at. like his like curly hair and everything. And... No, I mean that's fine. I mean, no, that have really has nothing to do with it. But uh, I feel I feel bad because those actors had a lot of passion when we saw them uh, in San Diego last year. I'm like, but man, you. I mean, season two was better than season one by. Uh, miles it wasn't enough to save any of those shows also apparently there's another one uh on the short list aside from ludy lynn and that's ross butler who many may remember as a super older adult eugene from shazam yes so i'm curious as to how that one would work out because i think the only person to really balance double bagging roles recently was Jaman Hanshu and all his characters die. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Either die or get knocked off screen and aren't seen again for years. So he's also on the short list. Um I'm probably leaning closer to Ludi Lin. I I feel like with I feel like Shazam is going places. So they might DC may try and lock him in for something a little bit more, but who knows? Maybe maybe he could pull it off and be Shang Chi and Eugene. Um I don't know. Any any th- anyone remember Ross Butler from anything? I wonder why the name sounds familiar. He will also be in uh, to all the Disney blue. Channel kid, I think. Yeah, he did yeah, uh, a sure. undercover. What did he do? Oh, he the Zendaya. Mm. Oh, his name was. I Bart. don't know. He just. <laughs> he also does Riverdale and thirteen. Oh yeah. Oh, this dude. Yeah, yeah. I know this dude. Yeah, I don't think he has the the type of range and like his past roles i don't think he'd fit well with shang chi but that's just me i mean like that's it because because you gotta just think about it like it's a like like let's put casting asian dudes aside here and look at also like their previous roles and (laughs) and genres that they've been in and i don't know personally i just don't see him in in this kind of Mm -hmm. show i mean film or you know i'm just like you know, maybe he he actually can prove me wrong. Because, I mean, even Zendaya is the same way. You know, a lot of people just knew her from Disney Channel. And, and then Euphoria you know, and dropped. And you see Euphoria in that <laughs> Everyone first feels episode. Weird. Like, woo, like, she acted her ass off in that episode. And I had never seen that, like, from her. So, you know, who knows? Maybe the same would be for him, you know, if he joined on to the cast. But, I mean, okay, I... we'll just have to see. Robert Patton I now remember the name. It's the it's the Bride of Nine Spiders. That's what it is. Bride of Nine. The uh, for talk, talking about like obscure characters in Shang Chi's universe. Okay, like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm done now. It's the Bride of Nine Spiders. Like they're the the whole like Kingdom of Spiders and the Spider King and 
inconceivable horrors and you know like very Lovecraftian kind of character. Yeah, him to fight yeah, some so... spiders. <laughs> No, dude, I'm just Someone talking like... Oh, what are you talking about, dude? What are you saying? Here? Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't she in Iron Fist? Or was that... Who was the poison chick that he had to fight in the tournament saga? That was not Bride of Nine Spiders. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want him to fight all nine of her spiders? Yeah, dude, all nine no. spiders. There's a brown recluse. Uh, not got a Black Widow in here. Not, no relation. Dude, thing, no re- thing, <laughs> Black thing, Widow, no relation. It would be cool, though, to see him fight a dragon. I'd, I'd love him. Okay, Finn Fang Foom would be pretty dope, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'd, that'd be pretty dope. He was already movie. a movie. He, he was a movie, though, in the MCU. So, like, how does that make sense? Uh, hey, man. Uh, art inspired by life. Could, I want to yeah, see him, him slap a dragon. Yeah, we had, <laughs> we had freaking Grimace with yeah, the golden god over here. Cast Cast I'd watch that movie. Cast be like the last dragon <laughs> that movie. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, his name is Shang-Chi. Who? The tall black fellow over there. His name is Shang-Chi. Give me all the backlash. It feeds me. Uh, are you sure it's not Shang-Chi? No, it's Shang. Fresh out of China. <laughs> Shang-Chi was good. <laughs> they call me Shang-Chi. What up, dude? Um, I eat backlash for breakfast. Speaking of backlash for <laughs> black folk. Are they going to show the seven capital cities of heaven? That's what I'm wondering now. Oh, uh, man. They have the budget for it. Anything is possible. Of course they have the budget budget for it. It's the Disney, budget. dude. But I know. Oh man! All right, okay, now, yeah, now, sure. all right. I'm not, I'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole. Someone okay. get Luca towel. He's sweaty. <laughs> our boy sweaty. It's sweaty. getting sweaty in here, man. But with our last, <laughs> with our last topic, we get to talk about our wholesome good boy, Robert Brownie Jr. And oh. his somebody gave. Okay, does anyone have the details about this? Because I only read the title and I'm like, mm, I'll pass. But, I don't. Let's see. So the news is basically regarding someone asking about whether or not he believes Riri Williams should come to the MCU. Mm-hmm. And um, he says he's for it. I'm not on board mostly because I like Riri now because she has a writer who's competent on her book. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I still feel that Rhodey's niece is the perfect role for that. And Rhodey's I would niece. Yeah, which I know she's not in the MCU, so this is probably me carrying over from the comics. So I'm just like, why not just do her? Because she's basically already that. Who's like a genius that works with robotics. Well, do you feel like it would make more sense to incorporate it that way in the MCU, given we already know the character of Rhodey, and you feel like there would be more of a... Uh, the audience would feel more of an emotional tie with her being introduced as like the successor rather than Riri from the comics. Honestly, yeah, because I feel the same way with the comics as I would the movie. Because like we know Rhodey, mm-hmm. so, I don't like, think. Go I don't ahead. think so. Honestly, I feel like introducing a new character to take up Iron Man is still introducing a new character to take up. Exactly, Iron Man. and that's, that's, that's yeah. And I and I was I'm, just trying to get Will's gauge on it of why he's feeling that way. Yeah, but yeah, well, I have to agree. I have to agree. Like, you're still introducing a new character that nobody really knows about. True. You'd still have that introductory period. So I don't think it would take away from the audience. Like, 
you know, being I, engaged with it regardless. I just don't think that his successor has does it. His successor doesn't have to be anyone we're already familiar with in the MCU. I don't feel like it has to be like that. You know, it could be the same, you know, sort of way they introduced Peter and him being interested in Tony, for instance. Like, it could be like, you know, Riri's a genius kid and she always was inspired by Tony Stark and his tech. And, you know when she found out he was Iron Man, got inspired in the same way and just decided to, like, take on the mantle. And, like, I feel like they can introduce it any way and it'll still be, like, a character that no one has a tie to. Um, Mm. I wouldn't want Riri to be introduced into the MCU. I'd rather her have her own Disney Plus show or something like that. That would be cool. That That would be 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 a lot more functional, too. Exactly. We need a Moon Girl it, show too. Yes. Uh, yeah, for the kids. <laughs> Moon Girl yeah. for the kids. I think, like they, I, I think I'm just on the topic of them giving a success successor to Iron Man. I feel like I, you, they should work with what they got. I feel like the, yeah. the best candidate for it wouldn't even be Peter. I feel like it'd be Rhodey. Like give beef Whoa, up the uh, kid from Iron Man. Up Don the Cheadle kid, the well, kid no, from Iron Man Three. Yeah, yeah. Well, supposed to have a solo movie. <laughs> Huh? Uh, remember you that remember? kid with the Harley or whatever? What was his name? No, no I'm not oh, Harley, yeah. but I mean, like, Rhodey was supposed to have his own movie. Cut Short's done a whole video. Oh, yeah. We've... Wait, what? He's supposed to have his own movie? Yeah, yeah they were like making years ago. War... Yeah, I think the rumors of they were supposed to be a War Machine a Disney movie. Plus show now, though, like, retrofitted. I mean, we I wonder how many yeah, movie... I think you were essentially seeing that in the Disney Plus show, so what we didn't get in the potential film, we're going to see that in the Disney Plus show. I wonder a- what or how many movies that they actually had like like on a whiteboard at some point and then just scrapped the idea altogether. Uh, I'm sure a lot more than we believe we know. Dude, Power yeah. Pack is still I'm, there. Yeah, I mean, even Runaways had a movie at one point, and then that got turned into a TV show on Hulu. And that I was the Rocket was, and Groot. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Runaways was definitely spend, better spend as a Hulu show. I can. Yeah, imagine. it was. It would have been an awful movie. <laughs> it really would have. So I'm really glad they went that route. And humans just like they tried so much oh, and God. just nothing was landing. And and not, and they That's had so a good cast. Favorite. Like the cast wasn't like you know that they had Fighting. wasn't bad. Okay, the Fighting cast made the mistake. Wasn't bad, but the acting sure was. Yeah, I think that, like. Feige just made the mistake of letting Inhumans go. I feel like they should have kept it on the whiteboard as an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still a firm believer that the Inhumans could have could have played a huge role in Endgame. I agree. Um, and and it, I feel I feel it because like as much as I do love Endgame, I feel like there still could have been more added to it. And I yeah. feel like the Inhumans would have been a perfect time to introduce them. It could have had because more of that movie, cosmic feel. Like... Their, well, their movie would have been post. Movie. Their movie, like originally, was supposed to be the next movie after Endgame, anyways. Mm-hmm. Wasn't um, November third, twenty seventeen, was the release date? Something <laughs> like that. Something like no, I don't know, I don't remember, but I just know that it was it was supposed to be after Avengers four. And it would have been perfect for the route that Marvel's trying to take now. Like, they're trying to introduce more of the cosmic elements of the Marvel universe, and you know, like our entryway into that was like with guardians of the galaxy, you know? And so we need to perhaps, see a lot more of that. Perhaps Feige be, be, because at the time, like when it did get scrapped and it went over to Marvel TV, I, I think that around that time they were like, Disney was just starting talks with Fox about buying. And so 
you know, Kevin Feige likes to play the long game. And I, I mean, we all know that Inhumans would have been a placeholder for the mutants anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that Feige kind of, you know, strategically took a look at the Inhumans and said, you know what, like, we, we, we have all the money and, and Fox is already favoring us. So we're most likely going to get mutants at some point in the future. So, like, it, it makes sense that they wouldn't do Inhumans. I just, I feel like they just got, like, seriously disrespected. So, Riri with Williams. With the TV show. Yeah. Yeah, so Riri Williams. So Riri Man, Williams. I, I'd Honestly, love to see her in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I, I'm not ready for an Iron Man successor just yet. Still, I'm not too yet. soon, dude. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, in a, and I think that's, as my mother vocalized, that's a, people, that's a few people's concerns with Spider-Man. Is that they the people feel like, um, are they trying to make him the new Iron Man? Because that's not what Peter so. Parker is. Well, I don't think so either, but also if you're like a casual person and then you see all the far from home commercials, because Sony is god awful at making trailers, they're like, You have to pick up the mantle and be Iron Man Which I don't think that's how the movie's gonna go, but the I marketing for it is not Yeah, I don't I don't think that's what they're trying to hint at with the marketing though. I think essentially what they're trying to hint at with the marketing is what is going to be on Peter's plate in Far From Home and the fact that he is going to have a lot of feelings of where he's gonna feel pressured to be that successor and he feels like he's gonna have to take on that role. I think that's more what they're hinting toward is he's gonna feel like he needs to pick up the mantle and and be what Tony was. And that's probably gonna be a part of his narrative and his struggle during this film. I don't necessarily think that they're like trying to tease the audience and be like, oh, is he gonna do it? <laughs> you know? I think that's just mainly what is is what we can look forward to being a part of his storyline in the movie. Honestly, I just hope you're right, which I probably are. It's just when I see the trailers, I get a different vibe. I'm like, I hope that's not how they intend to market it. I'm really hoping it's more what you're saying. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, you know, this is what's weighing on Peter's conscience right now. Mm-hmm. That'd be, I don't know, character depth or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It'd be crazy. I hope so. I really yeah. miss having like a, like a, a deep sort of in thought Peter and getting his monologues. Yeah, like Spider-Man and like the too. things. Like Spider-Man 2 or just Spider-Man in the comics, you know? <laughs> like, that's Spider-Man. He's always I miss, in his I fields. monologues <laughs> in film. Can we bring those back? Like, just, <laughs> you don't see them, but you hear their thoughts. Because I feel like that yeah. can that can add a little bit of an extra dimension, just having a little bit of voiceover. Because, because you know, he talks in that. to himself in the comics, so, like, it, it, it would make sense. Yeah, he, he talks to himself all the time. Which, you're swinging through the city for, like, minutes to m- miles, like... What else are you going to do? Listen to you. Oh, no, he has his AirPods in. He can't hear us. The Green Goblin's coming. Bro, bro he, he talked to himself when he was dead as a ghost. Yeah. That's how much he loves talking to himself. Yeah, he did. He, he was talking to him, yeah, when he was possessed, too, by a whole yep. other villain. He did it then, too. Talked to himself from beyond the grave. Yeah, I feel like as much as I like the MCU Peter Parker, I feel like that stuff and the elements of him being sort of witty and clever as opposed to like whoa that's awesome like talking like i don't know how a kid would talk but like <laughs> whoa dude like sick. gee mr like, stark <laughs> yeah, exactly wait not, we need tom holland as 90s peter parker and did you guys yeah, know that gwyneth paltrow had no idea that she was in uh homecoming 
Yeah, yeah I, I saw, saw that. that. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> she was like on a cooking thing, a cooking show of some the, sort. The chef but, show with John Favreau. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then oh, like they were story. telling her, and she was like, "No, I wasn't. Wait, I was." <laughs> oh, yeah, Favreau. He he had the uh, on episode me. two. He had he had Tom Holland, the Russos, Robert Downey Jr., and Kevin Feige like like on a round table eating food. He also had Babish. Oh, yeah, yeah, Binging with Babish, yeah. The most important guest of all of that list that you just named off. But most importantly, he had a YouTube celebrity who's really good at cooking. Hey, it's a, it, it, no, it's a great uh, channel, man, Binging it's with Babish. Channel. It's, it's but, good. Um, we have any final thoughts on that? Because um, I think we're going to skip this last little skadoodle of news. Um, there's a rumor, of not a rumor, there's like a Spider-Man announcement coming, and nobody knows what it is. We all thought it was Spider-Man 4. And we still don't know. What and... a cuck, man! That that was insane. For <laughs> it real. was like it's like Spider-Man Four, Amazing Spider-Man Three, Into the Spider-Verse Two, <laughs> running out of sh- shit to name. <laughs> Tomorrow, Does this have something to... to do with the two end credits for Far From Home? Because I know they said that we should expect like surprises from the two post-credit scenes or something like no, that. No, so Marvel Entertainment like five days ago posted an encrypted uh, tweet. And mm. you had to decipher it, and the link took you to Marvel, Marvel's website. Um, and then there was like another thing to decipher. And then what? What was it? Uh, one of the employees from Marvel Entertainment, I forget who it was, posted a teaser po- or a, like, just like a teaser picture of the number four in webs. Oh. And then, and then, like the day after that, there was a three in webs. And then everyone's like, oh, God. At first, everyone's like, oh, they're doing a Spider-Man 4 adaptation of, like, the original Sam Raimi script in comic form. But it turns out that's not the case. And this guy from Marvel keeps saying, he's like, you guys literally have no idea. He said, you guys cannot guess what's coming on (laughs) Thursday. Which is tomorrow. Oh, gosh. Okay. Will Spider-Man 2 into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, I have no idea, but I, I almost I'm almost willing to bet it's either something comic related because it is coming from Marvel Entertainment. It's not coming from uh, Sony or Marvel Studios. So I don't think it has anything to do with the movies. I really do think it's something comic related. Mm, well, now you've got my attention. I'm actually excited. <laughs> to oh, dude, see like what this like half of the nerd community on Twitter just blew up over this. Yeah, like it was yeah. a big thing. Spider-Man cartoon. Nick even had to make a video on it. Wow, I missed this entirely. How yeah. did I even miss that on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that's not on Twitter, and somehow I caught on. Oh, like, dang. <laughs> well, I think that's a nice place for us to close. We don't have any questions, but if you'd like to ask us questions, you can put them in the comment section down below with the hashtag AskMarvelite. Um, so let's go around. Where can people find you at? Starting- wait, wait, wait. You, you guys can find the full episode. You can find the full episode on SoundCloud. Where else do we put this up at? iTunes. Not Spotify. iTunes. Oh, it is on iTunes. Okay, so iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. You can listen to it there. That's where the full episode will be at because Nick has the duty, the great big responsibility, uh, great big responsibility of putting this up on YouTube. <laughs> so now we can close out and tell people where they can find each other at. Nick, where can people find you at? You guys can find me all over social media at who's underscore Nick. Uh, Aaron, where can people find you at? You can find me in the back of your local barbershop. You can find me <laughs> in the third. You can find me in the third aisle of every Target. 
Uh, you can find me on the corner flipping signs. Go get your car washed. You guys can uh, also find him in the bathroom at, at your local Popeyes. You can find or him in Denny's the trap where it's going down. On Thursday. Oh my in God. the trap. Uh, but you can mainly find me on social media, uh, mainly on Instagram, at the real Aaron Alexander. Luke, where can people find you at, buddy? You guys can find me on Twitter at QuantumXParadox. And Miss Jasmine, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter on Pretty Brown and Nerdy, where I'm always tweeting, or you can find me on my personal Twitter at Moco underscore Latte Two on Twitter and Instagram. But I am most active on Instagram. Oh, Twitter. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me, your lovely host. On my YouTube and my Instagram and my Snapchat at Will the Greatest. So that was fun. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Later. Bye.